Taylor, news. We've made it to the iTunes carousel. We're peak podcast now. Welcome to Set Meals, a weekly food show that's sitting pretty at the top of bloody iTunes. Well, I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. And we're just two adults that enjoy a crispy pork barn me and a peanut punch on a summer's day. Two fully grown friends that couldn't spell Szechuan if they wanted to. But two fully grown adults that love an icy Pacifico and a taco al pastor as much as the next guy. As much as you, in fact, the humble listener. New around here? Fear not. If you're wondering how we've got here, how we've reached the dizzy heights of iTunes uh, fame, skip back to season one and start from the beginning. Now, though, we're well into season three and we're back in London town. Back from New York City, trading the MTA for the TFL. Trading pizzas for pies. It's winter in the English capital and it's time to bed in, crank up that fire, order far too many pints and see out the year in style. It's the Set Meals way. If you are new to Set Meals, last week we caught up with Emily Elise Miller to talk cultural appropriation in food. It makes for really damn good food. So food should always be adapting and shifting and changing just like everything else in the world. And Premier League pies. It might be 2-0 down, but at least I get to sample the veggie pie from the new Tottenham Stadium. Review coming up. As we've already expressed, we're back in London and this week it's all things vegan as we visit Neil Rankin's Simplicity Burger. A vegan burger spot on Brick Lane that seems like they've taken a lot of inspiration from a vegan spot in East Village, Manhattan. As well as Wagyu beef Sunday roasts, date night tiramisu. 30 minutes of good food chat. That's good chat. Also, while we've got your attention, we bloody love it if you'd leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're still unsure why it carries so much weight to it, but it does, so please give us a hand. Also, check us on social at Set Meals Podcast on Instagram and Twitter for honestly, honestly, the best social content ever produced by a podcast. Big claim, that. Big claim. Let's get into the show. Oh, we're back for another episode. We're back, yeah, we're, we're back from iTunes fame. We made it to the fucking iTunes carousel. It was what a great day that was. It was a big day. I think we're still there, you know. I think we are still there. Check it. We are not there anymore. Oh, anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Do you know what is still there, though? At home with the Williamses. How is that on Bullshit. the carousel? I thought that was a parody podcast. I was so happy that I voice noted you. Taylor, news. We've made it to the iTunes carousel. We're peak podcast now. Uh, and then we went out for pints that night. We did. Too many pints. And I felt miserable the next day. I feel absolutely horrific this morning. Again. What have you been up to? What's happening? What's happened uh, since the, I the have fame? had the polar opposites of food ends of the spectrum this weekend. Go on. Go on. On go Saturday on. night, I went out for a very nice anniversary meal with my girlfriend. Very nice. And on Sunday, I had to wait at a North London Greasy Spoon Cafe, uh, which was the other end of the spectrum. Saturday night, I went to Braun. Columbia Road. On Columbia Road, which mm. for those people who are outside of London, Columbia Road is in East London, the best bit. Famed for its flower market on a Sunday. Cobbled streets. Yes. All very pretty. Very Colourful pretty, doors. very neighbourhoody. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's a... In sort of some point in June, they'll cover it in snow and shoot the Morrison's Christmas advert. There. Nothing there, Alan. Must be Christmas. Make it a fresh Christmas at Morrison's. It's very neighbourhoody. When we, when we arrived, there were people who had been having lunch in there. They'd obviously been in there since about two o'clock, and they're all really pissed, and their kids are running around. The waitress, when she sat us down, actually had to go and tell them to leave because their kids were being so disruptive. Wow. Which, when you sit down for your anniversary dinner, not a vibe. Nah, you don't want that. I've never been to Braun. 
My, my no, never been. Uh, I thought it was you that recommended it. No, to me. my girlfriend's been uh, a couple of times, and both of us being propped up by significantly yeah. more stylish and Correct. better people. <laughs> Correct. <with our> friends. <laughs> yes, and also Missy Flynn of Bodega Rita's fame. Uh, check back to season two, episode one for that. Mm. Um, she raves about it. We we started with two Negronis, yeah, which I've grown to like. Yeah, even from the beginning when we started this podcast, I didn't like them. Yeah, I I I'm still on the fence with them. Are you? Again, my girlfriend loves them. Yeah, see, same. And I don't like an Aperol spritz. Mm. And for me, it's basically just a stronger one of them. Yeah, I hate an Aperol spritz. Yeah, but only only do you know what? Only because Aperol spritz just like it lo- it the it looks shit. It it just looks shit. The branding shit. The color shit. It just looks a bit like no. But don't norm? you think? Don't you Crap. think it looks really inviting? And it looks like you're gonna have like a really like sweet, sweet busy, yeah. basically yeah. orange tango, which is what everyone wants in that scenario. Yeah. Really. And then you drink it, and it's like a bitter fucking yeah. orange drink, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. 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 It's how ha- it's how um you know when like you know when kids you see video of kids putting something in their mouth when they're really young and they're like shocked by it it's kind of like that I have grown to enjoy a Negroni yeah fair now. yeah I have Negroni to jo- good uh, also good I've Negron uh, it doesn't work does it so we sit down to have these Negronis and mm-hmm. we're instantly feeling judged that we're having them before but but I was told in fact, by I think by Jess, yeah, that they were. are a pre-dinner drink. Yeah, I always thought they were posting it, but they so are because they're, they're dark. Do you know what, like, and you feel like it's like a sort of yeah, a palate cleanser as well in a way. Yeah, because you're like, Ugh, nothing <laughs> can possibly taste as horrible as this. <laughs> yeah, because it's this neighbourhood relaxed mm-hmm. feeling, and you don't feel like they're trying to turn over tables. So we had these Negronis, and then they just left us alone for oh, a bit because they knew the that one. we were wanted to look at the menu. Yeah, that's not also bad. another restaurant where. Get that service charge on the bill, and I'm so happy to pay it. I think every single one of them is Australian, and every single one of them was great. Big, friendly, smiley staff. And then we ordered anchovies, which were the biggest anchovies I've, I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. You forget that an anchovy is a fish. Yes. <laughs> it still looked like a fish. I just had some anchovies that have blown my tiny mind. Huh. Just in olive oil, lemon, and chili, and that was it. Hey, a bit of you that. Isn't it? Oh, so that's nice. harking back to Greece. Simple. Keep it simple, baby. Simple. He's a simple man with simple pleasures. So then we also had a raw scallop. Yes, which was just sliced really thinly. Yes, like really beautifully presented. Nice. Which again is just like just fucking easy, just, nice, yeah. simple, lovely. Uh, and uh, oh, this thing which I asked for is pasta cc, mm. which was actually pasta cece, but the. <laughs> Which the guy just like repeated back to me. He didn't make a point that I'd said it wrong, but he just repeated back to me. Yeah, yeah. So that we all knew around the table that I'd said it wrong. That you were the tit. Mm-hmm. But he was trying not to embarrass me, but by doing that, embarrassed me. It was like you'd found it in the back of like an Italian granny's fridge and she just made it. It was amazing. Very meaty, spicy. spicy. But yeah, I think it was literally, it was basically just pasta. Like nonno, just whipped it out. Yeah, it was really very good. Nice, very delightful. Uh, and then mains we had a whole fried red mullet. Mm-hmm. And a pheasant ravioli was the first break of my vegetarian diet last week. A good meat to break it with. Sustainable. Why not? There's loads of pheasants. There's fucking loads of them. What do they do? They don't do anything, do they? They just get shot by posh people. Exactly. Exactly. So. Tell me this. Tell me this. When London is basically a city made out of like loads of little towns, right? All joined. All are joined. I would agree. Yeah. What what makes a neighborhood restaurant a neighborhood restaurant? And what makes a restaurant just a restaurant? Uh, service culture, service culture, and just like a general relaxed attitude. Like I was saying, you don't feel like you're on show. Yeah, fair. Because not because not all the tables are made up of people that have specifically gone there from they live in Surrey. Yeah, okay, they've travelled right, yeah. there. Yeah, and they're all wearing. Right. I think what people are wear, what people feel like they need to wear. Mm. Everyone's got a shirt on and, mm-hmm. and a 
Do you know what I mean? People yeah. people dress up a bit to go out. You know, the good example is Luca is the good example. The other side of the coin. <coughs> where yeah. Luca is a restaurant where it's obviously great food and it's a good experience, but it feels like you're going out to dine rather than going out. And everyone out. there feels like it's a bit of an occasion. Yeah, true. Do you know what else? Do you know what else I think is having a bar where people sit at? Yeah, that's true. There's, but also Luca does have that. True. But, but like when we when we went into Braun, mm-hmm. there, there was no one sat at the bar. And by the time we left, the whole bar was full and it was full of people that you just got the impression that they just knew the people there. Yeah, that's like, fucking nice. They were nipping in Imme- for a glass of wine. Immediately disarming. I was expecting it to be like quite fancy, but it wasn't, but in like the best way. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, it was really good. And then we had tiramisu. Where did it where did it stack up against uh, Chabella? Too drunk of Chabella to remember. Yeah, fair. Can we go back to Chabella for the Set Mills Christmas party? Yes. Talk to me about your shit cafe experience, no good. Then on the Sunday I was going to Friend of the Pod, Benny. The most uh, handsome man in East London. The most handsome and enthusiastic man in East London. He is getting married mm-hmm. in nine months' time mm-hmm. and we're playing golf the day before. All of us, a big mm-hmm. group of forty people. Yeah. And I refused to be the worst. He he had been out drinking the night before, so he was late, which mm-hmm. is a very unlike him. Yeah, big time. Off brand. I could tell he was very disappointed with yeah. himself. So I had sort of half an hour to kill at mm-hmm. Oakwood Station. Yeah, which... of course you did. Hey, tell me about the cafe. Sorry. The For cafe. God's sake. The cafe was shrouded in tinsel. <laughs> But not the sort of tinsel where you're like, oh, that's nice, they've put tinsel up for the Christmas. Yeah, yeah. The sort of tinsel where you think... I don't know if it's there just for Christmas or if it's here all year round. I'm thinking the latter. Almost certainly. Next time you go into you your just dust it. local Greasy Spoon Breakfast Cafe caf, have a look around and see if there's tinsel in yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Because I can guarantee you it'll be the mm. middle of May and there'll probably be some tinsel somewhere. And, and if it's not up, there there are sort of like... The, you know when you just... They don't take it down, they just chop, chop off it, the tie. Just sellotape. So there's just and, little bits, yeah. just in corners. Talk to me more more importantly about the, the ambient noise because in my head it's no music on and an extractor fan and a sort of like a hum from a Coca-Cola vending machine. Uh, fridge. Right. Or, right. Or all of the above... But instead of no music, there's a slight music from a very, very old sort of hi-fi system with like a CD player in the top that's so far back in the kitchen that you can only really hear the treble. Option number two, yes, Christmas music. When I walked through the door, no fewer than eight people all turned and stared at me. It's absolutely terrifying. My eating experiences were very... Well, Quite good, actually. Go on. This weekend. I had uh, I had a couple of friends visiting from San Fran, so we went out for pints on Thursday, I think, and went to McKellar on Hackney Road, oh, which yeah. I've never been to before. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember if McKellar was Danish or German. We were talking about McKellar the other day because we couldn't remember whether it was like cool or like trying really hard to be good. I don't know. I, I feel like before it came to London, I used to think it was quite cool, but I don't know. I don't know. You know how that perception thing shifts as soon as it sort of comes to your city? Um, they deliver yard sale to McKellar. They've got like the things on the bar. The yard sale wasn't open. The guy behind the bar was like, just order whatever you want. Uh, we're not very busy. Just bring whatever you want in. So I walked to Home Slice around the corner, got a massive Home Slice, brought in McKellar. Nice. That's what you want. Yeah, that's so good. Relaxed. Massive 20 yeah. inch pizza. Just ch- straight chilling. It was great. It was fucking very enjoyable. That was my one highlight of the eating week last week. But more notably, went to the Four Legs Sunday Roast. And? Mate, it was so good. It was so, so good. Is that why it's called Four Legs? Yes. Two people. Four Legs. We thought we'd try our arm at uh, Four Legs and it was a risk because I thought it would be really busy. Because mm. like, they, they've done really well on like PR and like hype and all that sort of stuff. And it's like the See spot to go. All the time. Correct. And uh, so we didn't think we could get in. And there was an Arsenal match on, and Compton Arms, we're four legs, is is an Arsenal pub. Mm-hmm. Got straight in, 
which was fucking good. Actually, that's a lie because we got in, got a drink, sat at the bar. The lady was like, there's a table that's they're five minutes late. If they don't turn up in 10 minutes, you can have the table. Didn't turn up, did they? Suckers. Killed it. I ordered the Wagyu beef Sunday roast um, with trimmings. And uh, Jess ordered uh, like the veggie option, basically. Mm-hmm. Man. What was the veggie option? The veggie option actually was like... The thing is, right, the veggie option wasn't... There wasn't like an... A, a, like a focal point right okay this is when we used to have the pub we used to do a veggie roast but we did, it didn't have like a nut roast or anything it yeah. was just that's what it was the, the, the meat roast without the meat yeah so it was it was, it, it, it was there was like extra greens and, and broccoli and stuff on it but nothing extra and the broccoli had like the, the, the sort of like the salsa verde kind of green mm-hmm. sauce almost that the chicken has I think on yes, it yeah, yeah. which was quite spicy and then Jess ordered the like the meat gravy because Jess isn't veggie she just doesn't want to eat lots of meat the gravy additional to put over it mate honestly like it was the fucking gravy was delicious it was mm. so good mm. and then the wagyu beef was amazing obviously the fat was like melting your mouth and then Jamie popped out with some white bait and some bitter leaves and we must address in oh. so we had some free additional extras oh nice which was very very pleasant good people it was very enjoyable I would highly recommend it it was great my, my wagyu beef uh, was like uh, my roast was 20 quid and the veggie option was 16 quid and 16 quid's pretty good for a roast in London. Mate, honestly. 20 right. is more is quite expensive. 20 is but expensive, but a wagyu beef. A wagyu beef, man. I'm kind of like, yeah. And also, when you're giving your money to good people, I'm happy. Happy to spend my money that way. Not a clue. It's got white, I think it's got white signage. Might be wrong. Pretty, I'm almost certain it's a beer. Probably not open, so. Yeah, I, I don't even know when it. It's not open, we're going to, uh, we're going to Four Legs, so. Is it gonna be good or dead? I feel quite good about it. Are you? Yeah. Hey. Yes, please. Off the back of your New York trip, mm-hmm. you went to a particular burger spot. I did. Superiority Burger. I did. Which you mentioned last week. Yeah, we did mention it. We did touch on it. And we will touch on it more. And the actual restaurant section for this week is a place in London called Simplicity Burger. Hmm. Now draw the conclusions that you will from the yep. similarities in the names. We're not going to uh, we're not going to point any fingers because last that time we pointed fingers like that, we got in trouble. We did get in trouble. So get off our back. You can't do that. I'll bleep that. I'll bleep that out. Thank you. We see a we see a very plain frontage. Very plain. Fr- off the bat by the way, Brit- no one wants to be in Brick Lane. No one wants to be down Brick Lane. Brick Lane is the absolute epicenter of when a place becomes a parody of itself. Yeah. We were actually looking for places to go on our Friendsmas meal. You'd sent me a link to Simplicity Burger whilst I was already literally on that webpage that second. And um, we were both reading the Eater article about it and it kind of rang a couple of alarm bells. We were mm. like, ah, oh, interesting. Because I'd be raving about Superiority Burger, which is, as you, we mentioned... You quite literally would not shut up about it. I wouldn't it. shut up about it because it was fucking great. And um, obviously, Simplicity Burger, Superiority Burger sounds exactly the same. We, I think it even mentions it on the Eater article. It does mention it. It may, it may have taken inspiration. It may have. 
all certainly did. Uh, so very, very kind of like post haste. We went, we went there like the day after, which yeah. was almost like unintentional. Trying to get you to Brick Lane like is Brick. a feat in itself. I like Brick Lane. Um, and from the off, let's just say from the off, you wanted to hate this place. Simplicity Burger from the off, Neil Rankin, uh, who is famed for. Do you remember Pit Q that was just off Kingly Court, like a pit restaurant, like barbecue restaurant? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's where it's right near like the Lazy Oaf store. <coughs> I know what you mean. Uh, he was involved with that and Smokehouse, which I never heard of, and Temper Restaurant Group. No, Smokehouse is the place just around the corner from Compton in Highbury. Where? Really famous meat steak restaurant. Not really famous. Never been there. Uh, so he's famed for that. Uh, obviously, meat heavy in his past life. Yeah. He's gone. Neil Rankin, he has opened this vegan burger spot. They've got a very good na- uh, veg supplier, Natura, which supplies a lot of the big restaurants in town. And off the bat, it felt, it did feel, it felt a little bit soulless walking in. Because you walk in and walk up a couple of steps and then there's like an entrance yes, way almost. Yeah, there's like a hallway. And then which is weird. The restaurant on the back, which I assume is just for gathering. But there's a cocktail bar downstairs, so I imagine it's just that it's general sort of kind of like in. holding area. Yeah. Let's use this as a bit of comparison, right? From from the of that was completely different from Superiority Burger in New York, which is again a vegan restaurant and very like much famed for all the stuff they do with you know vegan and veggie ingredients, whatever. But feels like a real culture. I think we can we can. We can go along and compare these side by side, regardless of not whether they mean it to be similar or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are offering the same product. So similar, yeah. So I think I think it's fair to compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got sat down. It was very quiet in there. We had very, like, we didn't have any expectation of it. No, which is, which again, normally we've either heard or read a lot about the places mm-hmm. we're going to go. Yeah. So it was quite nice to just go somewhere that we didn't... Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, got sat down. Immediately... Both looked at each other when we saw KFC salt on the table. You've not made enough fanfare about this. So imagine an old salt shaker, small glass, silver top, and it had one of those old Dymo style punched label sticker yeah. things on it. What is this? What is KFC salt? Salt, pepper, and some other secret things. It's actually true. We looked it up online. We got it. Okay. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the same one. It was absolutely spot. It was outrageous. Small menu. Uh, how many burgers was on the menu? Like four? Five? Four. Four, but the fourth one was just two of the first one. The fourth one was like the Big Double, which is their like Big Mac, basically, which looks exactly like a Big Mac, but a bit messier. It looks like a Big Mac that is a Big Mac copy, which is exactly what it is. What would you recommend of the simplicity or the cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. How does the cheese... I saw the cheese on the Instagram. How do you make that? So, the chef makes the cheese, so... Um, it's all vegan. It's vegan cheese. This is my second in the job. That's about as much as I can tell you. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to get the cheeseburger. Just to... Okay, I will get the... Oh, so that's what I was going to get. But I don't want to get the same. All right, I'm going to get the big double. And right. you get the cheeseburger. All right. I'll, and I'll get some fries as well. You know how a Big Mac looks on a TV advert? Yeah, and uh, you yeah. actually get it in your thing. Yeah, fair. It looks like how you get it in your in your box. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah, that's so true. The big double was twelve pounds. Yep. The simplicity burger was six or seven quid. I'm not, I can't remember. I had the big double. You had the cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared half and half. We both ordered fries. Chuck loads of salt on there. Mm-hmm. There was nineties R and B blaring out of the yeah, speaker. The music was good. The music I, it was, was good. it was a sort of place. When we first went in, I wasn't particularly overwhelmed. By the atmosphere, yeah, I thought oh, there's not much atmosphere, and it was a Thursday night, which I was like, "Why is it not busy?" Yeah, I and wasn't... it was late. It wasn't even like seven o'clock; it was about nine. Yeah, 
So I was a bit confused as to why it wasn't busy, but then I realised that A, it's very, very new. Yeah. B, Brick Lane is actually dead at that time. Yeah, it really is. And by the time we'd left, I actually really, I, I liked I liked it. The music was good. I liked the music and the service was good, though I do have a problem with it. It was, it did still feel a bit sterile. Yeah, but Into, it's just because it's new, though. Yeah, maybe it's because it's new. I just feel like there wasn't any like culture around it, and it didn't feel like you know you were saying about Braun earlier, mm. like how you walk in, you feel like there's an mm. atmosphere and there's this general vibe, and you feel like warm or welcomed or like you're stepping into someone's like actual space, and you're being you're a part of that immediately. It didn't really have any of that. Maybe but that then they will have, time. Yeah, exactly. They will have worked for how yeah. many years to make that, to create that culture. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. That when they opened on their first night, it felt quite a bit shit. Yeah. Um, so I think we should talk about. The actual burger itself. Yes. Because for me, a non-meat burger, I've never had, I've never really had a burger where I've been like, oh my God, you can't even mm-hmm. tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Tastes like the real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, on first, on first look. Yeah. Thoughts. First look, it looks like a Big Mac. Does it look like, um, the same as the, thank you, the same as your... No. It looks absolutely nothing like superiority. This was an exception to the rule. Ten day for fermented vegetables and barley miso. So the fermentation thing is yes. what. Oh, so this is this is the other thing about um, simplicity is that they're. I don't think they're actually claiming fully like no uh, waste, zero waste restaurant, but I think they're trying to not use any single use plastics. Correct. And I think they're using like they're composting stuff, and they are using you know recyclable plates and shit like that. Yeah, and for I think they do things like they'll use uh, tomatoes, they'll ferment tomatoes for the burger mm. patty, and then they'll use the skins to make the ketchup. Get ya, which was underwhelming. Ke- which again, oh, yeah, which, I mean, which the ketchup really, was shit. But uh, yeah, the ketchup was shit. Again, it goes back to what you were saying about the cafe. Very yeah, different. Just use, just use, just Heinz. use Heinz because there are things that you can't. You want Heinz ketchup. Yeah. It might be more expensive. It might not be sustainable. Yeah, I can't believe it's not a dirty burger. Like, yes. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I honestly don't need a burger. If that was Heinz ketchup and these chips were a bit better, the chips are down. For me, the chips weren't very good. You didn't mind the chips. Uh, yeah, I thought they were fine. The chips were like fries, but they were almost like oven fries in how they kind of like stuck together a little bit. Mm. And they just were, they weren't doing it for me. Again, for me, McDonald's chips are the one. Yeah. And if someone can replicate McDonald's chips to the nose, I would be really fucking happy with that. If there was like, my, if I could eat McDonald's chips with that burger mm. and Heinz ketchup, for me, I would never go back to a Big Mac. If I. <laughs> In a blind taste test, I don't think you would. Maybe you'd know the difference in taste, but I don't think you texturally you'd texturally know what it was you wouldn't know. No, you texturally you wouldn't know. It had the like the crispiness of a real burger, like on the on the like the sort of out, like the smash element of it when you yeah. put it on the hot top. Like it had that crispiness on the outside, mm-hmm. and the bun was like soft and a bit like and and I mean this in the, in the nicest way, bad enough, like shitty enough, like basic enough mm-hmm. to satisfy that like dirty feeling. Mm-hmm. And then like shredded lettuce and all your sort of sauces and stuff like that. And it was, it was definitely spicy. The patty was definitely spicier than a meat patty. Yes. But again, I don't want a, 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 a veggie burger to feel like, taste like a normal burger because really, which is, which is funny because the one thing I think simplicity does more than superiority to, to sort of pull the reference back in is that superiority never claims to kind of like replace the meat burger 
it, it is always about um like it's basically about like reinventing what the burger means to you sure and their burger patty is a lot more almost like gluey right a lot more soft and and like not like a bean burger where it's almost like a bit grainy it's more gluey and it's like i think their binder is like potato starch and they use quinoa in it so it is yeah it's a it's a different texture to simplicity for sure and it it is to be honest it is a different product it really mm-hmm. is a different product i think they probably share quite a lot of the same ethos in terms of like the reusing of stuff and obviously the fact that stuff's vegan but they are different products. It felt like a different thing to eat, for sure. I do think we came away from simplicity because the, the the other thing that I really liked was that actually the vegan cheese, which they make yeah. themselves. Yeah, there's vegan a picture of that. Is on always their, a bit of a. There's a sorry to cut in. There's a picture of that on their Instagram account, and it looks fucking vile. But it was good. It did taste good. Yeah, that that's always a bit of a uh, deal breaker for me is mm-hmm. vegan cheese. But actually, yeah. it, it was a, it was pretty good iteration i wonder how much cow's product is actually in like a craft single cheese probably not a lot probably not a lot you know? no the simplicity burger is only 100 calories is it actually yeah jesus which is that's ridiculously isn't low. it that's mad i know i wonder how bad they are for you like, i wonder how much like thing like sat fat and all that sort of shit there is in there the thing is is i feel like if you're if you're going to go to the effort of making something that's a good decent meat alternative yeah. it's only 100 calories it's made from, f- like, you're fermenting, like, they're fermenting yeah. vegetables. It's, yeah. it's a long process and mm-hmm. effort to go into it. I feel like by then just filling it full of stuff that has saturated fats and yeah. unhealthy stuff in it, it kind of negates the point of it. I wonder how they make it. I wonder how they, like, cook it. They must just cook it with oil on a hot top. Because if, and if that's the case, the worst thing in it is the oil. Yeah. And even then, I, I, I often wonder how bad oil is. It must be cooked on a hot top because it has that... The char, the char to it, yeah. And and do you know what else? As well as as well as it texturally feeling like a meat patty, mm-hmm. and t- and getting that char taste, it just looks like one as well. Yeah, it does. Because normally the looks is what gives it away. You're mm. like, oh, not it? But it, I mean, you'll see some absolutely terrible pictures on, on Instagram. Oh yeah, we did not crank the flash <laughs> out. I tell you that. So I would definitely go back. I would go back 100%. I would go back. I'm a ma- I'm a massive fan of superiority. I bought the cookbook. It's there. It's in it's in it's in front of us right now. And um I haven't yet to cook anything from it, but I thoroughly enjoyed my superiority experience. When I went to superiority, there was a, a lady behind the counter in a I reckon early 40s, complete no bullshit New Yorker fucking loved it and she served me and she was lovely and she was great she was like just like very welcoming and then i sat down waiting for my food and she had a argument i'm not sure if my mic picked it up actually but she had an argument with a guy who came in after me about why they didn't have french fries on the menu and why their salads were the thing that they wanted to complement their burgers with and i thought fucking good Simplicity did have fries. And Simplicity did have fries. I didn't like them. But uh, all in all, honestly, for a vegan option, for a burger spot in, in Shoreditch, I've not been to Mushi's, which is no, one that... I think that was the reigning champ before, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. But that represents everything that I hate about vegan food. Just like terribly branded, a bit naff, a bit like riding the wave, this like trend, weird trend wave. And I guess Simplicity probably is a bit of that as well. Maybe we could try and speak to Neil Rankin. Mm, that'd be good. Try and get him on the pod. Should have done it before the we should, have, shouldn't we? We, we should have. But, but we're not that organised. There's still time. Also, the 
thing about Mushis is like, and again, this is the vegan thing. Is sometimes people get on their high horse, and then a lot of the vegan options are really dirty, yeah, and actually really bad for you. Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate that you're a better person than I am, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I can eat healthier. Do you know what I heard? I I was with um uh, Sophie, who's the uh, PR lady at El Pastor, um, Hearts Group. I think that's probably doing a disservice. Anyway, she was she was telling me about the the term dude food, which I'd never heard before. About like big ribs and big mm. burgers, and you know you get like Instagram pages that are all like heavily saturated yeah, 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 oranges yeah. of like dripping fucking gravy burgers Gross. and shit like that. Right, that's how I imagine a lot of vegan food to be in London because it mm. is like that. There's no like, there's no skill or technique or anything to it. It's just none of fucking this. none of that, none of that. I'm just, if, uh, Tastes uh, tapping the, tapping the, the superiority. superiority. Bit. Um, there's none of that. It's just filth. It's just like a lot of sugar, a lot of salt, and just a bit of just fucking dirty. And I've got absolutely no time for that. If I'm gonna eat dirty vegan food, I'm just gonna eat dirty meat. Yeah, quite frankly, for me, if London can continue to develop and offer places like Simplicity, mm-hmm. where I, it's a, it's a genuinely really decent alternative to yeah. something like a burger, which is like such a craveable food. Yeah. Then that's only that's only going to help me in my transition, big time, to plant based, fully plant based by the end of twenty twenty five or whatever it is. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I enjoyed it. I would say if you come to London, definitely go there. If you are from New York and you've been to Superiority. Go there and see what you think. We'd like to hear the comparison. Excellent. All right, cool. Another another episode in the can. Yeah. Um, next week is the big fat festive foods. If you've got any festive foods that you want to recommend or um, you think we should go and check out, we're talking your Greggs, your Subways, your McDonald's, your KFCs. There's a KFC Christmas burger this year, day. It's a bit of you, that. That is a bit of me, that. Filth. They I were giving them out for free on Waterloo the other day. I was we, at Tomkotsu last night. They're doing a Christmas ramen jesus christ they've got no time for that i have no interest was well, just slices of turkey instead of slices it's of pork duck oh. with pomegranate seeds and Bucket. some cranberry that can uh, absolutely fuck off yeah i agree uh yeah so if you've got any recommendations do hit us up um we're gonna go on a big festive eating day we're gonna we're gonna block out a day and we're gonna do it morning mm. till evening mm. grazing mm. um check us out on social media at Set Meals Podcast. Instagram and Twitter. Um, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Don't leave us a non-five-star review. No. We, we appreciate constructive criticism. Yeah, but do that but on our DMs or something. Please message us. Tell us if you think we're shit. Message us and tell us you think we're shit. I know. And we will take the time to tell you that we think you're shit. <laughs> but don't do it at public facing because it just doesn't help anyone. No, it doesn't. It's just rude. It's just fucking rude. We'll see you next week. Go and check out Simplicity Burger. Go and check out Bloody Brawn. Oh, yeah, go to Brawn. Go to Brawn. Next. Very much not plant based. <laughs> next occasion or non occasion, even just a fancy glass of wine, go there. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you then. <laughs> <laughs>